On today's episode of Locked On Canucks, is Bruce Brujo's time over in Vancouver? The Canucks begin a five-game road trip in Ottawa tonight. And with the Canucks playing in Ottawa, I give you guys my best bets. It is Locked On Canucks, and it starts right now. You're Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody, and welcome to Locked On Canucks, the show that keeps you locked in on all things Vancouver Canucks. Of course, I'm your host, Justin Pooney. You can find me at Twitter at Justin Pooney. That's J-U-S-T-I-N-P-O-O-N-I with an underscore at the end. That is, of course, Justin Pooney with an underscore at the end. You can follow me on Instagram at Process Sports. That's Process Sports with an underscore at the end. Kind of keep it the same thing. Also, I want to thank you for making Locked On Canucks your first listen of the day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasting services. Also, please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. All you got to do is go to YouTube and type in Locked On Canucks. We will be the first thing that shows up. So, Saturday night was a debacle. Once again, another third period blown lead. Canucks fall in shootout to Nashville. Uh, and tonight, they begin a five-game road trip, which kind of, frankly, will determine the rest of their season. And uh, if you've been living under a rock, yesterday, uh, President of Hockey Operations, uh, Jim Rutherford dropped some bombshells on Vancouver Radio, basically ripping to shreds Bruce Boudreau. Um, and before we get into tonight's game with Ottawa, I want to go over what happened yesterday because boy, oh boy, was it juicy. Now, while all the fans are, you know, going nuts about a rebuild and all of that, um, Jim Rutherford did not say they're going to rebuild. Jim Rutherford basically um, ripped apart the structure and player performance of the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, one of the quote, and then, you know, Bruce Boudreau, of course, then today he kind of defended himself. Um, however, Jim Rutherford, you know, had a few main themes that he mentioned during his media availability yesterday. He wants the players to be more accountable. He thinks the team's structure is faulty and that better, you know, system play, more structure would make it easier for everyone. Uh, he continues, he's going to continue to make the Canucks younger and particularly focus on remaking the defense. Uh, he plans to continue to make the um he won't express any. Basically, what I, the, the final thing was is uh, he's not gonna he's not gonna give Bruce Boudreau any any uh, leeway or any vote of confidence, and that's quite obvious. And he said, "Look, he said if we were playing with in a real strong structure, it would make it easier for our defense to play, and it wouldn't matter who's on our defense. But right now, we don't have a strong structure, and we need to change the makeup of our defense." Um, he also touched upon uh, Bo Horvat, but I'll get to that in a minute. My thing is this. If you were going to rip your coach like Jim Rutherford did in the media like that, why would you even bring him back? He wasn't your guy, right? You had full opportunity. Uh, he didn't have full opportunity, but Brujo had an option to come back and coach in Vancouver in his contract. He exercised that option and came back to coach. Now, 
could Rutherford and them have been put in a situation where they don't want Bruce Boudreaux as their coach? Well, I think it's quite obvious that Jim Rutherford does not want Bruce Boudreaux as the coach of the Vancouver Canucks. That's not his guy. Um, and with the start of the, to the season, it's clear that he is not happy with how his team's performing, and as he should be. The buck stops with him. And I get it. You know, he's not happy with how it's going, but I don't see how him... I just don't understand the idea of throwing your coach and all the players under the bus in the season, in the media like that. Does that boost the morale? Is that going to light a fire under the team? Not perhaps, right? We're going to see what happens tonight. But this team, right, is in a weird position. It's kind of like... It's kind of a weird analogy, but the Canucks are kind of like when you're like 12 to 14 or 15, you're in that weird age where, you know, you're going through changes. You don't, you're not a little kid anymore, but you're also not a grown adult. Uh, the Canucks, you know, are in a weird predicament. They got really, they got good young players that aren't playing up to their snuff. They got veterans that don't care, right? They have a captain who's basically a lame duck captain right now who doesn't have a new contract, who is basically scoring at will, having a career year on pace to break, just just have an amazing year and really break the bank, right? And Jim Rutherford did say he wants Bo Horvat back. He's proud of him, and they want to re-sign him. But I, the Canucks are in a weird spot. And this team and this franchise has not had structure for a very long time. It's very clear that there is no dialogue or no connection between the front office and the coaching staff. And therefore you're seeing that how the front office wants the team run and how the coaching staff wants the team run. They're not meshing. And you're seeing that in the play right now. You're seeing the Canucks are three, six and three, six and three. They have nine points. They're six in the Pacific division. Uh, and that's not where they should be. Now, can they go ahead on a run and, you know, go four and one on this road trip and, you know, everything is kind of, you know, back to normal kind of thing? Can they end up coming back 7-7-3? Seven, seven, and three? Yeah, they could. Is that going to happen? I don't I don't know. I don't think so. You know, they start off in Ottawa, and Ottawa is not playing uh, that well. Um, and they're kind of been kind of a flop a bit too this year. They're last in the Atlantic. Uh, but there's a lot of talented players in Ottawa. But I'll save the game period for after this break. But when I look at this Canucks team, and, and I look at this, do you just fire Bruce Rudrow after this road trip? Is that a legitimate question? This if the Canucks come back with one win after this road trip, like a one, three, and one, right? They get f- three points out of a possible ten. Do you just fire Bruce Boudreaux? Do you fire him and just write off the season? Potentially. And that's why this road trip right here is massive. They need to win at least three games. They need to get points of four or five, right? The Canucks need to collect points at a premium right now because they're already behind the eight ball. Vegas is looks like it's absolutely unreal this year. Um, Edmonton, Calgary, Seattle, LA, you're going to have to make some headway. And can this team gain some steam and stop blowing these leads? Look, if the Canucks didn't blow all those third period leads, we'd be having not even all of them. If they didn't blow half of them, if the Canucks didn't blow half of those third period leads, we'd be having a much different story. And I think had this team won in one on Saturday, right? Four, six, and two, you know, 
could be a bit more palatable. You could stomach that a little bit more. But after another third period, blown lead, another loss, the pressure is back on. The, the burners are back on. And this team, right, with their president of hockey operations, eviscerating, eviscerating their head coach, just ripping him a new one. Basically saying that I don't believe in him. I think if he's doing a – basically just said that Jim uh, Bruce Boudreau is doing a horrible job. And quite frankly, the Canucks are playing horrible, right? And that stops with the coach. You can't fire all the players. you got to fire the coach. Um, and Bruce Boudreau's hot seat is on very, very hot right now. Um, if this road trip doesn't end well or positively or doesn't, you know, you know have a, you don't have a positive road trip here – there's going to be a lot, a lot, a lot of problems. Now, before we go to break, I just want to touch on Bo Horvat because Jim Rutherford did say, he basically gave Bo Horvat a ringing endorsement on how he's very proud of him. You know, he's the captain. He's the leader. He's, I, I, you know, he's very proud that he's not letting this contract situation affect him. Look, Bo Horvat is proving that you need to sign him. All those people that have been saying that Bo Horvat, you know, we trade him and stuff like that. Very well, Mel. Very, the Canucks very may well do that. Trade him. But he's such a valuable asset. Face-offs, penalty kill, power play. That's right. Face-offs, power play, scoring goals, a leader, right? He is accountable. And I look at a guy like JT Miller. You just see him when he plays this year that, he doesn't, he's lazy sometimes, right? I look at guys, Vasily Podkoles, he's young, he's struggling, right? Um, Elise Pedersen's gone, has up and down. Brock Besser's been hurt, he's supposed to be back tonight, right? I want a guy as my leader who's a guy that is accountable, who I can count on, who's a grown adult, and who plays hockey the right way. And that's what Bull Horvat is. He's a grown adult who plays hockey the right way, and I want to see stays a Vancouver Canuck, and you believe he deserves to stay as a Vancouver Canuck because when this team eventually turns around, because they're going to turn it around, whether that's this year or next year, this team, it's just, it has to happen, right? You can only be bad for so long, right? Detroit's on the way up, I think. You know, there's other teams in the NHL that are, you know, unless you're just horribly run, right, like Arizona and stuff like that. But the Canucks and Arizona, it's a totally different thing. The Canucks will turn this around. They will make the playoffs again. They will be contenders once again in our lifetime. I don't know how long it's going to be, but it's going to happen. And I think Bo Horvat deserves to see this through, right? So I'm in agreement with Jim Rutherford on pretty much everything he said. Uh, this team needs more structure. Um, the players have to be more accountable. They have to take ownership. Because like I said last week, at the end of the day, this falls back on the players. They're the ones who have to take ownership of this and be like, you know what? This is our season. This is our team. We have to take ownership of it. And until they until they do that, this team's going to go nowhere. So I want to see more accountability. I want to see more structure. I want to see this team play well. And I want to see Bo Horvat remain a Vancouver Canuck. Uh, but coming up after this break, we're going to actually talk about tonight's game uh, against the Ottawa Senators. Uh, but first, I would like to talk to you guys about the fine folks at betonline.net. Betonline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. 
bet online where the game starts. Also, I want to thank you for making Locked On Canucks your first listen today. Now your second listen, Locked Game to Game NHL. Every moment, every top performance, every result, Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NHL with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NHL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast services. All right, guys. We are back. Locked on Canucks. Canucks take on the Ottawa Senators tonight, 4 p.m. Eastern. Sorry, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, live from the Canadian Tire Center in Ottawa. Of course, the Canucks are sixth in Pacific Division, and they're facing off against the Ottawa Senators, who are 4-7 and seven with eight points last in the Atlantic. Definitely two teams that have been kind of – hey, I had the, both these teams making the playoffs. I thought Ottawa was primed to make a playoff run, and the Canucks were going to be a playoff team as well. Uh, Ottawa lost to the Philadelphia Flyers 2-1 on Saturday, surprising Philadelphia Flyers team. Uh, they've lost uh, their last five. The Canucks, um, you know, of course, lost in shootout to Nashville. Of course, the Canucks are without Travis Dermott, Curtis Lazar, and Tucker Pullman. But our boy JT Miller was back at center ice from practice yesterday. Um, he was uh, centering a line with uh, Miller and Tanner Pearson. Of Bohora was with Connor Garland and Vasily Podkolzin. Pedersen, Kuzmenko is uh, still the same, while uh, Niels Aman and, and uh, Dakota Joshua are there as well. So basically, JT Miller is back dead center and he's got nine points his last six games five of them on the power play and uh, he's back at center because the canucks need more balance uh he wants you back in the middle Uh, he just wanted to get his game going now that his game is going he's back in the middle so uh niels holglander's out of the lineup uh so i kind of like that i just think niels holglander uh, i don't notice him enough on the ice i just feel like he kind of coasts through uh, Mikheyev, Kuzmenko, and Patterson have been, you know, a very good line. Uh, I like, I like the way they're playing. I want to see if Besser, um, Miller, and Pearson can do something. Um, I want to see Bo Garland um, and Pod Colson play. I think that's a really nice line if they can get some chemistry going. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Now these next five games: Ottawa, Montreal, Boston, Buffalo. You know, you should win the next two, right? If you can get a win out in Toronto, I mean, I'm going to be at the game in Toronto, so I'm hopefully there's going to be a win. Um, then they go to Boston. Boston's been red hot this season. And then Buffalo, can they get redemption of what happened at Rogers Arena a couple of weeks ago? Um, I'm intrigued to see because, look, there's a lot of talent out there in Ottawa that I'm kind of scared of. When I look at Ottawa, they're averaging 3.45 goals per game, which is eighth best in the NHL, 39, basically 32 shots a game. And they're 15th in power play, so the Canucks, of course, have the worst penalty kill in the NHL still. So can they finally just right the wrong here, right? Um, they're allowing 3.46 goals per game. Uh, Anton Forsberg is in net because Cam Talbot's still recover- coming back from injury, played on Saturday. Um, the Canucks are going to have four goals a game. That's not good, right? And I know that relates back to the structure that they're talking about, right? Uh, you know, the Canucks... Power play is at 30%, uh, which is third best in the NHL. So the power play is there, but it's the penalty kill that's killing, right? So when I look at this this matchup and I look at this team, um, 
I need to see Thatcher Demko play better. Thatcher Demko has one win on the season, right? I need to see Thatcher Demko return to his form that he was playing like last year. Um, and with Thatcher Demko can do that, um, that gives this team a chance. Um, I look at this Ottawa team, like Drew, Debrinka, uh, Kachuk, Stutzla, Drake Batherson, Thomas Shabbat. You know, there's very good pieces and very talented players in Ottawa. And this team is going to be good. I think Ottawa will turn it around eventually. I think there's too much talent on that roster that they will be a, a team. They're not going to go away easy. So the Canucks need to um, pick this up. They need to win this game. They need to make a statement on the road here um, and decide, hey, this is how we're going to play. They had a full day of practice yesterday. They, they, you know, they got to Ottawa early. They've skated yesterday in Ottawa. They practiced. I want to see how they perform now. Because they go back-to-back. They're in Montreal tomorrow. Montreal, of course, is a rebuilding team, a very young team on a back-to-back night. Um, I want to see how this team performs when their backs are again. Their backs have been against the wall, right? Um, and if you think about it, right, there haven't been – yes, the, the original road trip was very bad, very, uh, very bad. Right, the Canucks, you know, got up to the potentially the worst, the worst start in franchise history. Um, but when you look at it, right, over the last, you know, they had, you know, they got their first win in Seattle, and then they beat Pittsburgh, they lost New Jersey, beat Anaheim. So, you know, on their last, the last five games, they have three, they're three one and one, right? That's not bad. Seven points in ten games, right? That's not bad. And when I look at this road trip, I need to see. Uh, I need to see at least another three one and one stretch would be amazing, right? If they can go three one and one again or something like that, that would be very beneficial for this team because then they go back home, and then they have LA, and then they have Vegas, right? And then they go at Colorado, and they're at Vegas, and they're at San Jose, right? So then they're playing some Western Conference teams that they're gonna be fighting for for playoff positioning. So it's just gonna get tougher and tougher and tougher, right? Yeah, November's a the after this this. November stretch for the Canucks is tough. There is winnable games, but they're gonna have to play up to their potential. Um, and I need they need to be back around or above 500 before this month, before the end of this month, if they have any chance of trying to become a, get into the playoffs. Because you can't be playing catch up. You can't expect them to be, you know, on a crazy run like they went on last year again to try to make ground. Because you saw what happened last year. They won that absolute heater at the end of the year, but it was too little, too little, too late, right? So, and then you start in December, and December 1st is a big night because, as we all know, next week is the Hall of Fame induction ceremony. And on December 1st, the Canucks will honor Roberto Luongo, Henrik, and Daniel Sedin. Of course, that's when the Panthers make their only trip to Rogers Arena. Um, You know, Luongo is a part of the Panthers organization. They're going to have a celebration filled with a special a special events and all of that, congratulatory wall, all of that stuff. You know, three of the best players in Canucks history. Of course, people are wondering, is that the day where Luongo's jersey is going to get retired? I would have thought so. I would have hoped so. Um, I just wish that the Canucks, you know, would do this and honor him the right way. Um, I want to see them retire his number, and I wish they would just come on and say that's what we're going to do. Um, but it hasn't come out yet. They haven't said that yet. I don't think it's going to happen this year, but just do the right thing. 
honor Roberto Luongo by do what you deserve and putting his number at one up in the Raptors, the best Canucks goalie of all time. I don't want to bloviate on that too much, but it's time for you to do it, right? Uh, so that's that. Uh, after this last break, we're going to come back, do our best bets for tonight's game, and give you guys my prediction before we say goodbye. But first, 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 I want to talk to you guys about Simply Safe. Have you ever thought about securing your home with home security, but I've been putting it off? Well, you want to listen up right now. Locked on Canucks listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. This is their largest offer of the year, and you won't want to miss it. Here's why I love it. Um, over the holidays, there's a lot of burglaries, package thefts, and all that spiked nationally. Uh, and that's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security offer 50% off for their award-winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season. Uh, of course, this is why I love it. You know, I'm going back to Vancouver for the holidays, so I want to make sure my home here in Toronto is safe and secure. And Simply Safe does that. Um, you know, their effective technology and the extra support by their team. I love the fact that I can watch the cameras from my phone, the HD cameras, so I know what's going on. Uh, they also have sensors to detect any other uh, potential issues, 24-7 uh, monitoring, a fast protect technology. Uh, it's big, gives you a great peace of mind. Um, Simply Safe is the whole home security system with advanced sensors in every room and door, uh, HD cameras inside and out. Uh, it costs less than a dollar a day. Half the price of ADT's traditional professional installed uh, system. And with the top rated Simply Safe app, stay in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere, arm or disarm. Unlock for a guest or access your cameras or adjust the settings anywhere. Don't miss your chance to save big on the security system I recommend. Get 50% off new Simply Safe systems at simplysafe.com slash URL today. This is their biggest discount of the year. So don't wait. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. All right, guys, welcome back. Locked on Canucks, final segment of the show, the most fun segment of the show. Uh, the Canucks and Senators betting my picks and all of that fun stuff. So, right now, uh, the Canucks are plus 104 on the money line. They are slight, slight underdogs. Ottawa's minus one and a half. The puck line is set at one and a half as well. And the overs are set at six and a half. So, when I look at this game, I'm taking the over. I think both teams have the offensive spark and offensive firepower that this game will hit the over. Um, I'm going to take the Senators on the money line. I know I always take the Canucks, but I just think the Senators at home, they want to win. And the Canucks, the, I don't know how they're going to react. Well, there's drama and stuff like that. The safe bet to me is to take the Senators to win this game at home. I hope I'm wrong, but I'm probably... Hopefully I'm wrong. I've been wrong, so hopefully I am wrong, but I don't know. I just a gut feeling the Senators will win this game, and the Canucks, just the bad news continues. But that's that. So take the Sens money line, the over in this game. Uh, anytime goal score. I'm going to take Alex Debrinkat to find the back of the net alongside with, I think, I think on Ilya Mikheyev finds the net. I really like that top line and what they're doing uh, with Pedersen, Mikheyev, and Kuzmenko. They you know, have a lot of chances. Uh McKay has a lot of speed, uh, so I think he will find the back of the net. Uh, so Debrinkat, Mikheyev, and then also I think Drake Batherson. I really like Drake Batherson's game a lot. Very skilled player. Um, I want to see uh, what he can do. Uh, and a, a lot of people that don't get a chance to watch Senators' game will see uh, Drake Batherson, just how skilled of a player he is. So finally, my prediction, I think the Canucks lose 
four three, uh, potentially an overtime or shootout. But uh, I think the Canucks lose this game. It's gonna be close, but the Canucks are gonna lose this game. Uh, it's gonna hit the over and then take a Mikheyev goal, uh, Kachuk goal, and then take. I'm oh, sorry, Mikheyev, the Brinkat, and then Drake Batherson to score as well. Take those picks. You should cash them in for a lot of money if you want to put a lot of money on them. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to recap today's game in Ottawa and preview tomorrow's game in Montreal. Uh, I want to thank you for making Locked On Canucks your first listen of the day. Uh, for your next listen, check out Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Take care, guys. Stay safe. And I will talk to you tomorrow.